And my kid didn't give a shit. He didn't care that I didn't go with them or nothing. They could have took that kid and took him downtown Houston to a strip club. <laughs> it didn't matter. Right? It was, yeah. It's the unofficial, unexpected, and unfiltered Canadian motocross race review featuring Ryan the Newf Lockhart and Ryan Gold with your host, Ken Ken. to the Canadian Motocross Unfiltered Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. As usual, we have the Canadian Motocross personalities that everybody knows and loves, Newfoundland, and we are going to get into the details of everything Canadian Moto that's going on in the off-season here. Galdi, we have another sponsor. Uh, yes. I looked them up online. Looks like a really cool company. They do amazing work uh, with RVs and, and sprinter vans and things like that and, and trailers. Why don't you tell us what they're all about? Well, uh, Bristol Coachworks is out of Ontario, not far out of the London, Ontario area. Very good, close friends with the uh, Honda Canada GDR Fox guys. Matthew Bannon is the man behind the scenes, and he is a avid listener. He's an avid fan, and he supports Canadian Moto. So it just kind of all falls into the fact that how big we are, guys. Like, really, we are <laughs> starting to carry the power in this industry. And he's like, guys, I need to jump on board. I want to promote my business. I want to promote what's going on. And I want to hear from Ken and Galdi. And then if Noof chimes in, that's okay too. So no, but yeah, Bristol Coach Works, real good guys. Um, go online, visit them, bristolcoachworks.com, uh, or you can hit them up on the YouTube uh, or uh, Instagram, Bristol Coach Works as well. Um, just a, a super good dude. Loves what we do, loves the sport, loves Canadian moto. And uh, out of the Ontario area, and he's going to actually donate some really cool prizes and um, uh, some other cool things throughout the year during uh, the stuff that we do. So even though we're not live, uh, we're going to have some cool sort of giveaway stuff that guys can dive into through email or our Instagram account or maybe of our, our website after the yep. fact. So, yep. yeah, Bristol Coachworks, uh, follow them. Find them, support them if you can. And, yeah, if you got, like, a sprinter or a, uh, a van or anything like that, those are the guys. Hit them up. And if you can't find them, find them at our website or us on Instagram or our Twitter social feeds, and uh, we'll set you up because the boys are beauties, and they are supporting us. They do it all. They can refurbish brand-new vans, old vans. Uh, they can paint. they got a paint about 55-foot-long paint booth, commercial trucks and vehicles, uh, full upholstery division to do boat and vehicle interior. So they're not just – in the uh, automotive, they can do like you know on 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 water. You got that shitty old jet ski that you want to get a new seat on? Hit them up. They can dial it in. So, um, Bristol Coachworks, thanks for jumping on board. And then the rest of the crew on there, of course, KTM, Husky, and Gas Gas. So basically, guys, if you buy a KTM, you will be just like what Cooper Webb did this weekend <laughs> at Supercross, or uh, Jack Sipes in the um, uh, KTM Junior. Jack Sipes, who is Ryan Sipes' son, won the KTM Junior on a KTM. Mm -hmm. Cooper Webb won on a KTM in the pro class. Basically, just give them your money. They'll give you a product where you can just be a winner. That's how you look at it. So, And then, of course, if you want to join the group, Husqvarna and Gas Gas are all a part of the same group right there. But the Husqvarna, they're more like sophistication. So like, if you're like a math 
tutor or like, like science and stuff like that, get onto the Huskies because they'll make you, you're already smart and they'll be the smart way to get yourself through the woods. And then the gas cars, that's like the party mode. Because if you watch Justin Barsha ride a bike or maybe it's Tyler Medaglia doing some uh, sprinted girls, they're loose and fast and they have fun because they're on the gas and that's the gas gas. gas. So the gas gas. So KTM Husqvarna <laughs> and gas gas Canada, big thanks to them. And then the last big supporters, the race tech guys, the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years of providing factory level suspension, 35 years. I'm 45. I was 10 years old when these guys started kicking it. I remember them. I used to love their stickers. They were always the coolest looking stickers, that bright yellow. Make sure you visit them online. Race tech Inc on social media. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA, and you can hit them up locally in Canada. Charlie Johnston Racing Suspension, CGR Suspension on Instagram and on the social feeds. Hit them up. They'll dial you in. Noof has ran this product, and it is the only reason why he is remotely fast these days, because otherwise he is garbage. If you need, if he I did not have... suspension, Goldie. I need the Yes. Suspension. If he did not have this, he would be the utmost trash can upside down... Oh, my God, it would be just embarrassing. It's not what we would have seen in Rimby. So support those guys because they support the Canadian Motocross Unfilter podcast. Bristol Coachworks, KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas Canada, and Racetech Suspension. Hit them up. And Charlie Johnson out of Alberta. Thanks, buds, for joining in. And, boys, let's get after it. We have so much to talk about. It's cool A because we, we didn't, I didn't have to do an interview this week. Yeah. Because there is so much stuff to get into. And it's not like... Oh, this guy got a ride, and the money's being spent here. But we got a schedule from the Triple Crown. Yeah, the KTM Juniors I did, which Noof and his kid are about to do, and then Noof just took over Rimby, Alberta, as if he was like Justin Bieber. <laughs> um, and then we have all kinds of other gossip. I have a hockey teammate that threw a shoulder under the boards tonight, and I want to make fun of. Um, oh my god, good stuff! It's gonna be a good time, boys. I saved a life in Rimby this weekend. Oh, yeah. saved a life. Newf is basically a fireman <laughs> on a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do, Goldie and Rimby. Do you hear what we do? Do you hear? We just get to Ken. We get the Ken giggle, eh? Newf, you hear that? He's, <laughs> get, 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 get. he's like he's like uh, the the guy on freaking Family Guy there. Uh, Peter Griffin. Get, 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 yeah. yeah. No. no yeah, Quagmire. Yeah, Quagmire. Yeah. Yeah, Quagmire. 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 Are you dirty like that, Ken? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sneaky. Ken was a little bit late because I think he had. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Tech, he so was. He I had was to put everything back on the desk. Yeah. He was frisky on the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sunday it's Once a week, once a week for Ken. So. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm lucky, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, Galdi, you mentioned the Triple Crown schedule. Why don't you uh, dig into that? I guess the biggest thing I noticed on. Uh, Social media was when they released it. People were kind of asking about what's going on with that first round. Is that a hybrid first round? There's going to be Supercross or Arena Cross and uh, outdoors, or what's going on with that? Well, let's get right into it. As far as it's par for the course, when the Triple Crown drops something, that the comments are like, "What is this? How is <laughs> yeah. this? What's yeah. going on?" And it is par for the course here for the uh, the the one that they dropped here just a what is it, a week or so ago. I guess it was kind of funny. I was landing for my trip to Houston for the KTM Junior. Wait, I had to check a bag because you're supposed to bring your helmet and boots for the kid. And I'm in the airport. I run into Alex Martin. Uh, and the American Series was having their promoters meeting 
for all the American nationals. I ran into Keith Johnson in the airport, Alex Martin, and a few other guys that own the tracks down in the States. And we just were shooting the shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? Our series hasn't actually landed yet. And uh, when did I land? I think it landed at like 1 p.m. Houston time and literally got in the rental car. Boom, the schedule drops. And there it is. Holy crap, there, boom. And um, to be honest, I love this schedule. I think this could be the best and most attractive schedule since the Triple Crown has taken over from the CMRC days. Just in the fact of the 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 facilities, the atmospheres, the tracks, the fans, everything is in sync with what I think we all would love to just go to and, and enjoy. Yeah. And the Edmonton one, again, you just referred to it, what's going on. So basically it's going to be like a hybrid round where it's it's going to be a little bit of SS, uh, SXAX mixed in with the outdoor. And I want to say, I don't believe I've seen it on paper yet, but I think that that is going to be a sprint round. Um, okay. Where awesome. no, the, no, no, it's, it's not. No, oh, okay. Sprint, I did get that wrong. Rounds, sprint rounds round two cam loops, which okay. I don't like, but I'll, I'll get into that. Okay. Later. Sorry then, noob. My bad. Then I, for some reason I thought I would, that it's in one, but no. uh, according to the triple crown series that the, the 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 uh, township region um, is is really involved in the atmosphere at Rad Torque Raceway, so um, they're going to be extra promoting it, and making it big, trying to make it bigger. Uh, Ken, I don't know if you ever went to that one back in the day. My, myself and Ryan have been there, no. but it is like the the airport, the hotels, the restaurants. It is. I was Almost. there today. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's right. Literally. Nuke just yeah. left there. He just drove by. <laughs> I actually Nuke. flew over that today. Nuke was signing oh, autographs. Yeah, well. Yeah, in preparation. <laughs> and and all, these kids and all these kids and fans are like, oh, you're going to be racing here in a couple of months. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be on the line. 450 class. Yep. Be red. I'll probably have the red plate. I'll carry the red plate from Rimby. Yeah, the red X. plate from Rimby. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, hey, you know what? To kind of uh, not to go too deep or and, and log in, but the Edmonton thing, the, the whole region, township, everything sounds like the whole, like the government side <laughs> of things, like things that maybe we don't always get sound like it's going to be quite attractive. And then Kamloops, Calgary, it's amazing to have Calgary back. It's literally always one of the best rounds. It's the um, very easy to get to restaurants availability. And then Gopher, Ottawa, Sandalee, Moncton, Deschambeau, Walton. And then uh, I don't know what the two be it's, uh, to be determined one be on October. I believe there's talk that in London where the London Knights play, um, which is the OHL team yeah. medicine hat, which is a pretty awesome new, I don't awesome, know if you know anything man. about that building. The, no, Van- the Vancouver round boys, we've been talking about it. Yeah, that is literally going to be in um, collaboration with the WSX. So I believe that that could be pretty damn cool. And then the final in Calgary, I truly believe that this right here, 2023 is the best schedule that the Triple Crown series has come out with. Uh, Noof, argue with me. Argue with me. Well, so uh, first question is that. Uh, and I, I, I should have asked Kyle because I talked to him last week, but is that uh, is the World Supercross collaboration or whatever going to happen on the Friday night, I guess? I don't know because the date right now is the same, right? It's a Saturday. It is. It I is don't I, I don't know. I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer for that right now, and I don't believe anybody does. Um, <laughs> but it, when you look at that, it is the same thing on the Saturday night. So does that maybe that means that the Canadian one could be like the – 
uh, not the B main, but the one that yeah, offsets yeah. the other ones. Yeah. Maybe that yeah, would make sense. We're going to have, gonna have wild cards in there too, right? <laughs> so like the wild card, like Dylan Wright, obviously we got yeah. confirmation on that. Um, he's not going to be able to ride like Canadian mains and or <laughs> yeah, does he even so. ride them? I don't uh, know. Dylan okay. could, yes. Dylan yeah. could. He would. If, um, if we had one, Dylan could. <laughs> yeah. Going back to round one, the hybrid or whatever, and that's what it sounds like. You hit the nail on the head, but that is a Saturday race. So is that a late – I've got a feeling it's going to be like a later start, bring the fans out in the afternoon type thing. Like it's Wait on a a Saturday. So, oh my god, that um, is a Saturday day. I didn't even notice that either. Hey, Goldie, I do my work. Hmm. You literally just looked at that right now when I was talking for the last two minutes. (laughs) Somebody asked me that weekend, and they're like, Hey, how come I did not? You know what? I didn't even clue into that either. So, that's kind of wild that the dates are like that. You know what's funny? When I'm, I I think you probably do this the same way, New. Like, when we do like the local thing, you promote the Saturday and the Sunday just so you can Mm -hmm. save the. The questions. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that that's a Saturday because the idea of it, and if you were there, like if you remember, like say where the track line yep. for the motocross track to where the, the drag strip is, yep. that distance, uh, let's call it a football field. If um, there's some, it's supposed, that's where it's supposed to tie in. Well, it's supposed it's, to like basically jump over the like, drag strip. The, the drag strip. The yeah, drag that's awesome. Yeah. Into the infield to have like supercross section and like so they must have lights the right and stuff word. there right well the drag strip will always have yeah. great lights right yeah. the drag strip's yeah. got great lights yeah, so. let's be honest guys this is early yeah. there's a lot yeah. of talk already yeah. going on I mean, it's cool i like so it. i you know what i think i've heard the track is going to go right down around and go around mcdavid's house connor mcdavid's <laughs> house we're going to jump his pool in the backyard yeah he'll stop be for a shot and then you're going to have to jump on your uh, – the mechanic's going to ride the track back. No, I'm kidding. But, no, it, 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 boys, I really I really like this schedule. I just yeah. no, I I like do. it for travel. I like it for facilities. I like it for tracks. I like it for variety. There's sand. There's hard pack. There, you know, I, this is a great – this is, like I said, I think this is the best schedule that we've seen, Noof. Uh, Ken, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm pumped on it for, let me, for looking let at it as a fan. Have... As a fan. Let me ask Ken this as somebody that, you know, obviously huge fan. Obviously, we all are fans. Does that hybrid round one to you, Ken, seem a little bit like, is it a gimmicky thing or are you like all in for it? It all depends on the execution, I think, right? Like, I I didn't know. I had no idea until I honestly got on here and asked you guys. And then what you described, I'm all in on that. Like, I'm going to that round no matter what. It's only about five and a half hours from my house. So I'll drive there. Right. That red little slit, right. On the round mm-hmm. one, like the color scheme. And then <laughs> yeah. the little, right. You didn't even, when I first saw it, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't even, notice I, that. And then I was at Houston when it happened and I was with the PRMX guys. And they're like, what's that round one all about? I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I'm like, Oh, and then I looked at the legend, right. With the colors. And I'm like, <laughs> I texted Justin and Kyle right away. <sighs> and, uh, they, you know, they told me that yeah, it's going to be like a hybrid thing, but, um, it's almost like right now, you know, if we're fans of Supercross with the sand section. No, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Right. It's the same, but like yeah. for me, for me, like if I'm going to pick this thing apart and like, trust me, Golly, I agree with you. <laughs> I like the schedule. I like the dates. Like, I think everything looks really good. I think it's cool. They're going back. Oh, well, they've never been to medicine hat, but I think, you know, these smaller towns, like, you know, 
why to go why go to Calgary when you can go to Medicine Hat and probably fill the building in Medicine Hat, right? Like I yeah. love that. But for me, the first two like I love motocross. I like outdoors. I like thirty minute motos. I like the grind, the heat, the yeah. roughness. We're not gonna see that at Edmonton. Like it's not gonna be that at, like it's gonna be no. hybrid. I think it's gonna be you know, maybe we don't see the best of the best. And then we go into round two and it's going to be sprint motos. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Kamloops sets up real well for that because ah, it's such good a, point. Good point. It's such a long track. Like, like pro lap time at Kamloops. I, like I was already thinking in my head, how am I going to go to Sage and tell him, dude, we need to shorten the track because we're not going to see it's two and a half minute lap time, two and a half yeah. minute lap time. It sucks for sprint motos. Um, in my opinion, maybe like good point, know, did, hey, good pull on that one. We, yeah. did, we did sprint motos at Deschambeau when I was mechanic for McNabb, and they were literally like seven lap motos because you know, Deschambeau is a long lap, long yeah. track, yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't work on these long tracks, and I wish mm. these freaking guys, Kyle Thompson, if you're listening, call me on this stuff. Like, I would love to give my opinion. Kamloops is not a sprint track, it's a rough motocross yeah 30 minute moto track noof just dropped the hottest take he's ever done on a live podcast <laughs> well, wow i've been on fire since last this night. is what yeah. rimby does this is what rimby confidence <laughs> all wow time high, yeah lick, but yeah lick so, the so, so realistically we don't see a real outdoor national until round until three, round three Cal- yeah. which calgary fucking awesome like i love it like, yeah great but yeah. good but point weekends in like they're easing into it, like an old man into a bath. It's like taking their time into the series here. Yeah. yeah. Like a fast. I need a bath. <laughs> God, I need, I wish I had that video. Oh, yeah, gold. Yeah. That's gold. Um, well, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, God, man, that's a really good point. Looking at that news as yeah. far as sprint yeah. things. Just remember how fast and sprinty Edmonton was. Uh, when it was there before, and it's you know with yeah a little bit of SX AX type yeah, sure. material, and then Cam like the riders are almost barely getting into that gritty toughness. Wow, that great! That's awesome! Like great, look at yeah, that. That like, is a, an awesome and, way to look and, at that. And Moncton and Moncton's a sprint, a sprint thing too, yeah. right? Like they're doing the sprint, which I can understand that. Moncton's I like that one because it's tight. It's tight, and you can see everything, and there's action packed. Yeah, but they yeah. actually have extended, and like I always used to remember like because obviously i grew up back there but moncton used to be the shortest track on the circuit but they've extended i haven't been there in years and i hope to go this year and i know you haven't been there in a few years either Galdi. but no um the lap time is now long there but these sprint motos don't work for long tracks like yeah. last year at Drumheller, fine sure yeah. the track was a dump and <laughs> they could do sprint motos on it and it was a short lap time it's under two minutes yeah so that's that's where they work, but these long tracks, like you're literally only going to see these guys, and it it makes it tough for the motos. They're only going to be like seven, eight laps, yeah. right? So Monk, we're Monk normally we're uh, doing. Sorry, Moncton now Newf is two seventeens, two nineteens, yeah, two eighteens. Yeah, yeah, one of the longer tracks on the circuit, right? So two eleven for Ryder McNabb was the fastest lap in the second moto last year. Yeah, so there you go. Um, I'm just not a huge fan of the sprints on the long tracks. Like, remember when Walton did it? Um, hold on, buddy. yeah, hold on. Uh, <laughs> when Walton did it, they had a like kind of a shortened track, right? It was like under under two minutes, like when they did the sprint motos. Like, it needs to be a modified type of track. So, and I don't know how we're gonna do that in Camloops. 
<laughs> make it under two minutes. You know, Ken, I might have to rescind that percentage <laughs> comment now before the show, <laughs> just for that hot take that Noof just dropped yeah, right there. I'm, in, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Today. I know. Sorry, but I'm also babysitting my kids at the same time. So That's you all guys right. Can, you guys can keep the money. This is life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need any more money, Goldie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. Actually, we're lucky we enough. Will. Yeah. Noof's time right now. He's probably just yeah. waiting to get a timeshare and buying a property somewhere. And I'm going to Mexico tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I think this, the schedule is pretty good. Like, it, it would almost be nice if they – what's Calgary's lap time like? Uh, it's two minutes. It's yeah, it's two, two minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Almost a good be nice national could switch track, those, right? but yeah. There was zero. Uh, hey, Noof, what do you think about this being a sprint round? Because I know that I know zero. that the team managers have no clue about it either. Yeah, so zero. No, was, there was no conversation yeah, okay. on that. Yeah. Like so I, that I didn't happens. even when I saw the schedule, I didn't even really pay attention to it until afterwards. Um, like I saw the round, I'm like, oh, thinking whatever. It's a typical national, but yeah, there was no. No, uh, no communication on that, right? So, anyways, whatever it is, what it is, and mm-hmm. it will, it will be fine. Like, we'll probably for Kamloops, honestly, not run that extended section that comes back across the start. So you literally in behind the start line, you'll just go straight down into kind of the first corner oh, yeah. type thing, and that's it. That that cuts off about twenty five seconds. So, say so you can even uh, jack up where the where the uh, where the tower is and stuff there. Cut that if it needed to. But anyway. Yeah, yeah no, it is what it is, but yeah. I mean, that, like, like I said, it's just, it's frustrating for me because, like, Kamloops is, like, a gnarly track. Like, it gets rough, and it's yeah. it's motocross, right? Yeah. So, I don't think we'll see that kind of same thing when it goes into the sprints, but. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, sure. One other thing that kind of showed up on, well, actually, this is you, Galdi. Uh, there's some Bogle talk out there, right? It sounds like he's coming up up north here. Um, well. What do you know about that? Be- the best thing about the Bogle talk is that there actually wasn't much Bogle talk. <laughs> it kind of popped up. And then a certain track tweeted or Instagram, I can't remember which social feed, asking about the Bogle talk, which <laughs> the certain track also owns the team that is linked to the Bogle talk. So okay. it was a bit of a laughing matter in a few moments there this week. But yes, the Bogle talk has, has, has come back again and it's been there for a while. Yep. Um, it just, uh, they were waiting for the WSX series to land and then seeing what this is happening with our series. And there is one round, I believe it's the Gopher round. Newf, am I correct by saying that? Uh, I don't I, I don't know. I what think round it's, the, it, I think it's the Gopher that round conflict, that yeah. conflicts. I think it's the Gopher one in July 9th. I think it is. Um, but anyway, there's one round that conflicts. Um, he really would like to do it. He's very attracted to the thing. His manager uh, or agent, Jimmy Button, has been working on things. The team that was linked to it was the Walton Raceway Kawasaki squad. Um, but the whole thing was been talked about. It's been amazing. But the biggest twist that happened this week, 250 class. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Not lot. 450, which most of us would have thought because that's what he was been outdoor in mm-hmm. his career. But now he is kind of rejuvenating his little bike status with the words of across in this. So Justin Bogle, it looks like we may get an announcement next week about this. And, uh, but yeah, it, it looks like it's happening, man. Like the percentage is high that is coming and the monies and the, the, the plans and everything. It, it looks like it's leaning that way. And I, I think that's great for the series and the, the eyes and all that kind of stuff. And I really think, 
that yeah. it's cool since it's a 250 class because now where do you fit it in? Yeah. Do the does the Ryder McNabb and the Piccolo and the Racine eyes get bigger because they've probably been watching this guy, you know, for the last whatever it's been, 10 years or something. Mm-hmm. When did he win his championship? In 14 and no, later than that. I think it was 16? 16? Right? Yeah, it's 250 East or championship. So I, I just like he's a great name. He's a really good guy. He's got a great attitude, all that kind of stuff. So you insert that in the 50 class. I tweeted it out this week. That 250 class in Canada, if you're a fan of the sport and you have been following on and you know the names, yes, there's going to be the guy that gets ninth and the one that gets 12th. But the toss up and the opportunity. Uh, man, I, I've but grab the popcorn, boys. Grab yeah. the popcorn it's gonna be for the awesome. 250 class. Um, because you, obviously, yes, Bogle gets in, and I don't believe that, yes, he could win a moto and that kind of thing, but I don't believe he could win the championship. But still, you insert that in there, the probabilities and the excitement of it, man, it just, it just uh, gets a little bit deeper for sure. But it, it is not finalized, but there's a strong sense and strong word that it, it is happening. Okay, so Noof, if Bogle comes up, what do you see? Like, com- compare him to Mitchell Harrison. If you just look at, they've raced each other lots down south, outdoors, and I would say Bogle probably got the better of that. Do you kind of see the same thing coming when he gets up here, especially well, after no, more experience? Yeah, Yeah, and I mean, that's a great question, Ken. And, and the thing is, is um, it's so hard to compare because you yeah. never know, like, what you get in the U.S. and who you see in the U.S. and see their rides, it's not comparable to what translates up yep. here on these tracks in this series and with these teams. It's so much different. Like, at the end of the day, it's so much different. And, like, I look at a guy like Mitchell Harrison, and, and you know, I, I saw a tweet from Galdi. You know, that's Galdi's favorite, right? Like, yep. that's who you're kind of leaning well, I, I don't favorite, but I would say right now I would I would have a, yeah, if I'm thinking I mean, right now I'd have a hard time betting against it. You yeah. gotta you gotta embrace it, and I mean Bogle for me, obviously still a big name, uh, legit, no question that he can ride. But there's at the same time there's no question that his last few years have not been great. I mean the guy's won a U.S. 450 national outdoors, like he he is the real deal. Yeah. But is he a Davey Millsaps coming up here? Is he a Christoph Purcell coming up here? Is he a Brett Metcalf, you know, coming here? I, I don't compare it to the same. Like, I literally just see him fitting in in that top five spot for some reason. And, I mean, call me crazy, but I just think that it's going to be harder than he maybe thinks. Um, why he's coming, obviously he needs to race. He's got a World Supercross contract, which I have heard from a good source that if he does sign this contract to race in Canada, he will have to miss a World Supercross round. That uh, if I just looked it up, it's the Moncton round. It's the Moncton mm-hmm. round, yeah. 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 Sprint, sprint moto. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe he can sprint from uh, Leon Dessonet. Yeah. It's the French one. Oh, the so French he can one. sprint from well, there. not that far, right? All yeah, I know. Yeah, I just, yeah. just get your get your shoulders steady and swim. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's awesome that he's coming up here. It adds a huge flavor into the yeah. series, like Aldi was saying. Um, but uh, I, I, podium, uh, yeah, sure. I guess I. I mean, I think there's other people that could be 
you know, less named, like less big name guys that could probably be more of a challenge. But obviously, Vogel comes with money. He's still got a big name. He's still got the clout. So, I mean, it would be cool that he's up here. We'll give our series more more exposure. Galdi, uh, PRMX and Priority Mechanical, you, you mentioned in some texts that we were shooting back and forth that you talked to those guys. Yeah, uh, so um, obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously we, we've been doing our homework with sort of the bigger teams, right? The GDRs and the, the, the Walton Kawasaki's and the MX-101s with the riders and the, the jumping around. But there's there's some, I wouldn't say smaller teams, but maybe they're privateer efforts. But not, the PRMX guys are not privateer efforts. They're no. carrying a lot of weight right now. And, um, and I was talking to Julian this week, and they've been having some really good meetings with Partzilla. Um, which is an online distributorship um, and they're looking to get bigger and go bigger and go farther. And he's, he's gung ho. And one of the reasons sort of why I touched base, he's a Cowie team. His bikes are black in Canada. So if anybody wants to sort of like, you know, if they can use their common sense, why they're black, they get no support from Kawasaki Canada. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's nothing there. He does everything on his own. And, there is, it's not bitterness, if you will, but there's a bit of a like, okay, so wait a minute, the Cowie money and team went over here when there's already one legitimized over here. Yeah. And he, and again, this is not Julian, but like, you know, fuck those guys or fuck this. Yeah. Or whatever. It's more of like, man, I just, it feels kind of strange um, in a sense. And why, why hasn't my door been knocked on? You know, does I'm he spending. Support, does he get support from uh, Cow USA in the U.S. I, I think he gets a little bit of help yeah. now. Now, yes, he's put in okay. enough effort. He's gonna now. What that means, he, he hasn't shared. Like I don't. He's not getting like you know factory ignitions and no, no, and no, things but, like that. But I believe yeah. he's probably got a backdoor to a parts source. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to help things like that. I mean, he's man. He's got one of the biggest teams uh, mm-hmm. in the states as far as riders go, kind of thing, right? So. They're doing a good job. Like they are really doing a good job. I am extremely impressed, Noof, and you. I think you could agree. When that effort started back in 2012 ish, sure. ten or eleven years ago, it was. It was. You know what? You, you could almost compare it. Uh, if you listen to Pulp MX enough, you know that you're a fan. Where back in the day when Star Racing started, it was kind of a joke. Yeah, it was. It, they got made fun of a lot. And you could almost look at the PRMX squad in the same sense. They were on TMs for God's sakes, okay? Yeah, and that TM right, yeah. that that uh, Davy Fraser and Limo Farrell wrote, it, it might as well like you could put that in war right now as a tank machine. Uh, it, it was it was unbelievable, right? Like yeah. like it was a laughing stock. Like we're kind of giggling about it now, but Julian has found a way to stay above it, stay above the laughter, stay above the fun poking. And man, they're, they're carrying some weight. And I honestly can agree with some of the points that he's made of like, why didn't Cowie Canada or some of the other bigger sponsors maybe looking for something knock on that door. And he's like, literally nobody called, nobody knocked, nobody asked, nobody did nothing. Now, as we say for riders and Newf, we'll talk about this when we get the Rimby, you know, the night, the riders need to do the work and the, the, they need to dig in. And maybe he didn't, and maybe they look at him as he's only in America right now. But regardless, that team, that effort is going to be good, and they're going to be good this summer. Josiah Noski is nothing but a threat in the 250 class. Yeah. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. And Julian Benick, during this phone call, is he's going to be running 450. Sounds this, like uh, it, right? Yeah. Well, that's what Julian well, said to me. Julian yeah, said. he said that. He said he's going to ride 450. 
So now how that sits in, I don't know. That'll be, a, you know, Julian Bennett right now is a, a gifted little athlete. He's skilled on the bike. How that works into the 450 class, we'll see. But um, I, I just, I, I, he, they're going to do the supercrosses. They want to come at Newf. They want to come and join our little AX race that we're going to do and stuff. So like, I, I just, I'm pumped and I, I love his attitude. And, you know, there was points when we're talking saying, you know, off the record, on the record and where I'd be like, ah, this, that guy's a, a fucking dick or this and that. And he's like, ah, well, you know, they might've gone this way. He's very grounded, very humble. And I just, the whole effort is cool. And, um, and they have a, a, a big, plan with the partzilla squad moving forward so it's awesome to have them come to canada he 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 doesn't lose his roots which is nice yeah um i i like to hear that and now moving on to the priority mechanical side of things uh they are huge um supporters of myself and ammo here in ontario i can't thank peter and wendy from priority mechanical enough for what they've done the last three three years with me but now they want to go racing uh on the pro side liam o'farrell who has been he worked for them during the week and then it would race on the weekends. And now they're going to kind of have an effort on um, a bigger scale, a little bit more grassroots with some amateur racers doing like my stuff here in ammo. But Wyatt Kerr is under the umbrella with them on sort of the pro side and Pete's all in. Um, they're a super passionate family. They love the sport. They're going to invest some money. They want to go racing. This isn't just a one year deal. Um, they're, they're involved and they love it. And Wyatt Kerr is their, their first, uh, kick at the can of a full series. And I mean, Noof, I think you can vouch for it. I think you couldn't ask for a better kid outside of, you know, picking the title contender or spending a bunch of money or something. Just a super nice dad, a super good kid, hardworking. Um, they're going to get what they want out of him. And the cool thing about it. He's an apprentice at Predator yeah, Mechanical. I love it. Like he's, I love it. Oh, he's really? building a career awesome. for after racing yeah. at the business. This, like I've said this multiple times on this janky podcast that we're doing. Like I'm a fan of Wyatt Kurt. Like I like yeah. it. Yeah, he's too. gritty. Like he's gritty. There's no flash. There's no, you know, there's not all this stuff. There's no ego. You know what I mean? Like he literally works for what he gets. Do you see that big double he did on his Instagram? I was just going to say, he's no flash. Did you see that double he just did? I know. I just, it make, doesn't make sense, but I like it. I like the dad. They're humble, right? Like, and, and you said it, Gal. They, like, they're very humble in what they're doing. Like, they're just having a good freaking time, and I love that. And I think that's a great fit for them. And, you know, good job on Peter for picking him up because who knows? I mean, I Maybe he had other offers this year. I mean, he was legit last year. I mean, he had some really good motos. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, they did it out of a motorhome and a trailer last year. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think that, you know, he's gonna, like I mean, he's in he's in the harder class. So, yeah. And the other, I think we can all agree here right now. Yes. 250 class is fucking stacked. It's Big crazy. time. Yes. It's crazy. Uh, time. One, one quick note I can add, and I'll give a little love. Dialed MX Donk. Scott Donk is good. Factory mechanic guy. He is the wrench behind building the motors and bikes for, for the priority team. So oh. it's not just, um, you know, yeah. some some bro down thing. Yeah. Like no, it's, it, there's legitimacy behind it as well. Hmm. So that could be, yeah, that could be a team that really shines this year. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, he's the only pro uh, rider. I mean, Liam, I, he's not going to do any nationals. He'll ride like global stuff. Yeah. But then they have a bunch of grassroots kids um, that they're going to help. Um, but um, 
it, you know what they they, what they is, love. So they, are they the, are they going like so? What's what's Kerr gonna do? Like do this? He's going level? west on his own. No, no, he's gonna oh. have like a sprinter. And I think I believe that they're gonna help like get a their bikes and sprinter and. And okay. a trailer thing out there, and he's—I—I yeah, yeah. I, I believe that he's going to be able to fly in and and yeah. out is the goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, last year they did motorhome and trailer, which is yes. fine program, right? Like fine program, like that Kerr did last year. But yeah, I was just wondering. I think Andy will be able to just follow and watch Ride TV and do bench drink press some and rum, and, drink some rums. Yeah, and, and he'll be do—he'll be able to do his curls at home while watching the races. Yeah. Curls for the girls. Yeah. Well, you know, Andy will be listening to this, so you owe me a rum and coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I'll take him down at an armrest. I got you, Andy. I got you. Yeah, but I got to use both arms. <laughs> Maybe a leg in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> leg wrestling, yeah. Ken, you wouldn't know that, but Andy's he, uh, he's wife's a power dad lifter, is, yeah. He's a I do know fucking boy. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a man. <laughs> yeah. He's a man. Yeah, he's like a bouncer at a nightclub. Like, yes, yeah. yeah. That's fucking there at 2 a.m. when you're walking yeah. out. Yeah. And all he's, he's the kind of guy that's like, new. you got you go in, and whoever's behind you in Rimby here, I got you covered. Well, he's like, yeah. I basically should have, I had the same guy going through the airport with me today. Oh, with <laughs> no, he was the guy drinking off the back of your tailpipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> That's a bit of an inside oh, joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I knew full post that video because he's too cool. Yeah. Um, yeah okay, Noof, um, I guess one thing we should talk about real quick here is uh, Quinn Amiot. He was down south racing this last weekend. Um, I was kind of busy Saturday night. I was checking in here and there and watched where I could. And I saw a few things in qualifying and then just kind of followed along in the main. But what do you think of, uh, how things went for him? Uh, oh, well, that was pretty impressive that he made yeah. the night show. I yeah. mean, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If you had said, Hey, let's do a $20 bet. Can you make the night show or not? First, first try out. I would have said, I would have probably not taken the bet, but yeah. He wrote good. Yeah, it was good. Like, good on him. He's been down at uh, Luke Renlund's there at, uh, what do they call that? Galdi- Dreamland. Dreamland. Just living the dream and, and training and, and riding. And yep. I mean, he his times were good in practice. I mean, mm-hmm. he did just squeak it in, but he did squeak it in with a good group of guys. So, yep. I was, I mean, that's got to be a huge confidence builder for him to, to do that in his first Supercross. I mean, there's there's other guys that have been doing it. You know, we got Gilliam St. Cyr down there trying to do it. And, you know, he made the night show last weekend, but didn't make it this weekend. So yeah, good on Quinn. I mean, I think that's a, that's a huge step for him. Um, like basically, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I'll drink. I'll soak in that Kool-Aid. Good job, Quinn. Right from the podium at Red Bud to the night show <laughs> yeah. at Tampa. Highlight of his career, yeah, both of them. Yeah, no good. I mean, you know, he's a good kid and all that stuff. So it was awesome seeing he's awesome, it. Yeah. He he he's down there on his own deal. Canadian yeah. pros, just investing in himself. Yeah, try it, try it, just yeah. try it. You know what? You're not get, you're not going to get made fun of. You're not going to get knocked on. You're, it's a nobody's good thing gonna, to give it a shot. Going to make fun of you. Nobody no. would ever make fun of you for fucking trying. And that's fuck and that's you. You wouldn't. I I would make fun of somebody. I can. <laughs> That's the whole point of being bros. Like, what are you talking about? Well, no, I know, but nobody would make fun of somebody <laughs> like for trying that. And I, I love it. I think it's great. I mean, he's down there riding Supercross. He's gonna probably be better this year. I mean, 
Super my in two thousand six, going back in the time machine here, two thousand six did the whole supercross series, came back, had my best year of outdoors because you learn so many bike skills from doing that mm -hmm. shit. Cool. And I think you're just you even like even if you didn't make the night shows or whatever, you go down there, you're part of the pits, you're part of the practice, you feel part your confidence, like you're just like your your dick swinging ability just grows. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? When you come back to Canada, you're you're just you're bigger than what you are, but you, yeah, if totally. you're able to keep humble about it, yep. you can you're feel better. The best yes, series in the world. Yep, like yes. you're riding the best series in the world and There's doing no well and doing well. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he was legit during the the qualifying thing, right? Like, he wasn't like last. No, no, he got up to like twelfth at one point there in the in the qualifier. Yeah, he was actually part of the first qualifier where it was just like nothing but bombs going off of guys crashing <laughs> yeah, and was, shit rough, and yeah. uh and if people could hear me my pulp fantasy fucking oh, jesus hey, we'll, we'll get i know mathis yeah. will never listen to this but fuck pulp fantasy i hate it oh yeah it's garbage, garbage. stupidest yeah. thing ever yeah, it's the dumbest game ever i want my money back <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay well goldie so we have other sponsors besides uh ktm husky gas gas race tech and bristol why don't you uh, give those guys some love, the extra guys that come and chip in and, and help us do what we do? Yeah, a little time for a break mid-season here in uh, the middle of our podcast. But uh, Pulp23 is the code to save. GutsRacing.com. Great seats, vintage stuff, lightweight phantom foam. Work with many of the racers and teams all around the globe. GutsRacing.com. Hit those guys up if you want a nice little soft uh, cushion for your tuchus. <laughs> there, GutsRacing.com, and then Noof, of course, Matrix Concepts. Uh, me and you are going to be hanging out this weekend. we got lots of uh, stuff coming up here for uh, Matrix Concepts Canada. <clears throat> yeah, Matrix Concepts Canada, uh, Strider Bikes, which obviously, Galdi, you'll be helping out, paying your dues this weekend. So You're like a circus fair this weekend, showing kids how to ride those things. <laughs> you got to be very circus polite, fair, yeah. no swearing, everything on the Strider side. Right? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, this is a sponsor, not a job requirement. No, you're you're working. This is how oh. you get the sponsorship. Oh. This oh. is your this is your pay. So <laughs> yeah, anyways, Matrix Concepts Canada, uh Renthal, Matrix, Mobius, uh hundred percent works connection and strider um distribution all across Canada. Check out your local retailer, uh check out matrixconcepts.ca uh for our newest catalog online. And, uh, yeah, we carry all the best brands, um, the leading brands of uh, that category. And, uh, yeah, check it out. And, Galdi, we're working for Strider this weekend. If you run all these brands, you can win in Rimby, Alberta, too. Yeah. I was wearing 100% goggles, clear vision. And um, I had a works connection, a whole shot device on, and I whole shot it. Only one main event. Clearly, you couldn't see because if I was there, I could have seen going, what in the fuck is happening right now? Uh, well, when you – so, worst connection, sorry to, to say I only got one whole shot, but when you're a 195-pound man on a 250F, it's not great bottom end. I don't know if you knew that. The bottom end. The bottom yeah, end. I, I even got a kefir map. Throw out a key from map on that. Oh, there you go. Nice. Nice. I Bang. said, I text Kiefer, I said, Fat Man 250 Arena Cross, shit starts. And he sent me a map. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it helped. It helped. But so we have to end, we're going to invoice Kiefer now for sponsoring this show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, 
Goldie, you had a pretty interesting experience in Houston, right? Uh, with the KTM juniors. Um, why don't you just fill all our listeners on how that went? Um, uh, pretty damn cool, man, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so basically anybody can sign up for it. Um, some people ask me, Oh, did you have some pull? Did you, did you pull some strings? Um, I wish I could actually use those. Um, <laughs> it literally, the, and Newf will probably get the same speed because Newf and his son. And no, I had family. a lot of that. I had a lot of that this weekend because it's amazing how many people have applied for this. Oh, really? Well, so a hundred from what they said, a hundred and fifty thousand entries. What? No way. No way. Hundred and fifty thousand entries. Oh, yeah. For wow. the KT. Now I don't know. I might have missed it. I don't know if that was just this year or over the course of. Yeah, uh, since it's a been period going. of time. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it was amazing. Yes, I got lucky enough. My son got picked for last uh, round in Houston. And I'll tell you what, um, treated like gold. Like really? the, the awesome. factory team, the gear, they get, they get the kids get to keep everything. Um, they, they get to meet all the pro riders. They get to walk the pits. We did the track walk. I got pictures. Actually, it was funny. I didn't get pictures. My son was attacking riders. Uh, basically he was that crazy fan, if you will, but it was cool that he was only eight and not like a, you know, a 45 year old zit face punk looking for free (laughs) autographs. But like, honestly, it was, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever been a part of being in the sport for almost 40 years and, uh, uh, treated the kids like gold. And, and the cool thing for myself now, knowing that Ryan uh, is going with his family here in another two weeks to Dallas, like it, They've, he's asked me questions like w- my kids are pumped knowing that other kids are going to it yeah. and this and that. And um, as far as the sign up thing is like, you just follow the links and, and you give the information. Literally I did not get any help. At least as far as I know, I don't think anybody, I didn't ask for anybody help or nothing like that. Yes. Yeah. We're in the industry and we know people and all that stuff. And KTM is a big sponsor of this show and, and ammo but no one said, Hey, we're going to do this for you or anything. Um, but I really believe that the out of country, out of America, it helps. A, it helps. It helps. Yeah. They really like to see the globalization of this okay. because everybody can follow it. They do give a little bit of love for the television show. Um, you can follow online for, for scoring mm-hmm. and stuff, but what an experience, man, all electric bikes, the kids, there was no douchebag dads. There's one dad that was, he was a little bit <laughs> kind of into it, and and a few of us were kind of laughing. Is um, that me? Is that me and Dell? Well, yeah. I don't know. It depends how fast your kid is, because so my kid was absolute garbage in practice. Like he just was like floating around, staring at butterflies, and I'm trying to give him advice. He's like, he's basically telling me to shut up, and I'm just like, I wanted to grab by the neck, and I'm like, you know, I've done this for like 30 years, and I raced this race, and I know what I'm talking about. He didn't give a shit. And then he actually said to me, and I tweeted it, and I, yeah. I said it. He's like, I'm saving it for the main, and he showed up in the main. He ended up getting eighth, which is awesome. But um, that's like <clears throat> 55,000 people, the kids. If you Just sign up. If your kid gets in, awesome. If they don't, I, I don't know why they wouldn't. Obviously, there's just maybe that many people. But, like, it was it was truly amazing. Um, and um, – that the fact that it was, I actually was, it was cool. Cause I, we were watching this weekend, the kids wanted to watch and um, I thought they might cancel it because of the weather right, in Tampa. Right. 
Um, yeah. But so that wasn't a problem. And Noof, you're not going to have that problem either because it's an indoor uh, stadium. But um, just amazing. And and I'm pumped for for messing Ryan Ryan's kid to go down and see this and and drink it in and Noof. And the only downer, I almost put fifty thousand steps on. Oh, yeah. So for me, like I'm an athlete, boys. I mean, drink it in, right? Like, like, you know, I'm an athlete. Oh, you're here. an athlete. Yeah, you're. Yeah, athlete. but there was at least two or three dads at the end of the night. If I could have thrown them over my shoulder, they they would have paid me money because yeah. they were they were Thanks. screwed. There was a lot of walking and a lot of 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 following along and everything like that. Mm. And the only I, the only one negative to it, and I've told Noof about this, and and I think I tweeted it too, but. For the opening ceremonies, they did not let the dads or the mechanic go down to the floor where we had all been all day down on the floor. But they just they took the kids and sort of did the opening ceremonies on themselves. Oh. Um, so I ended up sitting That's back perfect. in the pits and waiting and just and sort of watching it on. Um, well, you couldn't watch opening ceremonies on the, the race day live thing or whatever, or sort of the the video pass. But yeah. um, I sent my wife; she went in and videoed and stuff like that. Because it was so hard to get up and in and out of the stadium because it was so busy and the stairways and the the tickets like the staffing at the at the building they don't have a clue what you are or who you are you don't have like some shirt that says yeah I go this way and it, yeah. like you have a band but they're they check everybody like you know like they're you know you're walking into the building with a bomb in your pocket <laughs> and um, but other than that amazing and my kid didn't give a shit he didn't care that i didn't go with them or nothing they could have took that kid and took him downtown houston to a strip club it didn't matter right it was yeah super cool if you get a chance to do it sign up for yep. it uh ktm jrsx i believe dot com is where it is but it opens up new if i want to say what it opened up at the beginning of december no, no, it was earlier than that end was it november and oh october. was that october so just if you're listening to this and you, you have a seven or eight-year-old. You have to be seven or eight years old. Okay. You can only do it once. Soak it in and try for it because, man, I'll tell you, it was it was a blast, man. That was one of the coolest things that I have ever been a part of and being in the sport as long as it was. And I got to share it with my kid. And now my my youngest kid, um, I was going to say Messon, <laughs> Bennett, my kid, Uh-oh. that new kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bennett, you know, we're three to four years away from that. He's already looking at it and talking about it. So I might get to do it again with another kid, you know, a few years down the line. And yeah. they, they'll they probably sell Nuke the same thing. They have committed to, God almighty, I think I think they said eight more years. Yeah. They awesome. just signed a contract for like Good. eight more years. Awesome. Wells Fargo is a big sponsor of it. So very cool. Awesome to talk about it, guys. Man, it's Nuke, you and your kid are going to love it. Do not yell. Just soak it in, buddy. Oh, I don't okay? want to get kicked out. It's not Walton. <laughs> it's not Walton. Yeah. Um, and find a way to sneak some beers in because you're going to want some. Well, I'm going to need beers. Fireball. <laughs> no, Fireball. We, did, uh, we didn't plan family, good enough Randy's for that. Parents, Randy's parents are coming, and uh, her dad's a big boozer, so he'll be sneaking beers in. <laughs> well, I got a five-year-old at home, so I might look into that. That sounds awesome. Fuck do it, Ken. Yeah. 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 Do it. They sell whiskey in America. Do they? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Jim yeah, Beam. That's, that's my go-to is Jim Beam. So <laughs> oh, you're in. I'll fit right in. Um, okay, Noof, you you sent an awesome video. Goldie yeah. says you're not going to post it online, but I think you should. That's one of the funniest videos I've seen in a while. Oh, but, I'm saving uh, it. I'm saving those videos for 
the end of the month I'm on Paul, but uh, okay, perfect, oh. perfect, yeah. So, so uh, you know, Steve's not going to be happy with those. <laughs> well, he saw the one. He saw yeah. the burnout. The burnout video is out there. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, it's out there. Okay. What do you mean? Oh, it's going viral. You posted it in your post today. Oh, did I? I don't remember. <laughs> That's what happens when you're just sleeping with money on your face. So, Noof, is there anything you want to talk about about Rimby? Uh, all your domination and stacks well, of cash wait, and all wait, that wait, stuff. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, wait. Is there anything that he wants to talk about, Ken? <laughs> Did you literally just start that fire? <laughs> like, he just poured uh, freaking ETS, or no, what's that damn gas the KTM team runs? Yeah, freaking, ETS. Yeah, ETS, yeah, he just poured ETS on the fire right there. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. You guys are talking with royalty right now. I'm a Alberta Arena Cross champion. Like, what, you, what more do you want? This is this is real life. Real life. I'm a champion at 39 years old. <laughs> no, it was awesome. Honestly, uh, at Rimby, <laughs> Rimby, I know it sounds fucking weird, which it is. It's, lick it, lick in the out. Rimby. You got licked in the, lick in the Rimby. Rimby Jordan, <laughs> Middle, uh, if you go if you go to Edmonton and drive uh, one hour south and then turn right and go one hour west, uh, you'll end up in Rimby. Okay. And it was the most badass arena cross. 2,000 spectators per night. Really? Like, it was crazy. It was nuts. 350 entries, amateur entries. Um, weak-ass pro turnout. That's why I'm the champion, of course, because it was a weak turnout. <laughs> But uh, it was awesome. They did a they did a freaking kick ass job. It was a good track. Good like I mean these little towns embrace this stuff, right? Yeah. Like it was awesome. Like last night they freaking got two thousand people in there. Everybody's stoked. They got a freaking country cabaret going. Beer gardens. People are partying there until twelve thirty at night. Um, there's even a horse and buggy outside that came, like Mennonites and Hutterites or whatever you call them. Like, nice. It was awesome. Yeah. That is pretty damn sick, though, for sure. Yeah, um, and, and and they did a good they did a good job. Like it wasn't it wasn't like obviously heavy. Like I said, it wasn't heavy on the pro side, but the amateur stuff. I mean, you had Braxton Zetner there, Tegan Korgenbach. Um, uh, you know, the super mini classes were good. The 50 classes were good. The 65s, like there was some legit guys there. Um, just to get racing, you know, the, the motos were long and they did it less than Todd and the whole crew from iron horse. They did a, they did a freaking bitching job. I did the schools in the morning. They were fun. Kids embraced it. And, uh, weather was good. Surprisingly, who, who would have thought you'd be in the middle of Alberta and it was like, eight degrees out yeah <laughs> so nice. that was yeah. okay that was so awesome well. we don't have a sponsor for a rant here noof but can we talk about this pro thing please uh, like, these guys well, paid good money good money okay and for a pro that oh yeah they got a full-time job right now and and they they have a dirt bike they could have went and made 500 bucks a night pretty decently night, yeah. Easily. No, no, no. That's if they won. They break oh. 500. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Won. Well, they wouldn't have they're beat me. Yeah, they're not they beating you. They wouldn't have beat me. Yeah. yeah, they're not beating you. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, yes. Rimby, Alberta, far away from majority of areas. But, like, what? Like, 
what what are we doing right now where we're promoting and trying to build races to get people to come to and everything and obviously less than the gang and everybody out there the the grassroots side of it and the fans loved it but like news you're 39 years old you should yeah. be going no. on one no. at an arena no, no. cross no, in no. canada yeah so so like, fortunately, I so fucking fort- I don't like this. I don't no, I like this. No, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. And 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 I think the people that we're gonna talk about here, Galdi, they know it's probably coming. Like, oh, I don't think we need to bury anybody. No, we're not gonna bury anybody. The, the, the Alberta's like okay, Keelan yeah. Messon, T. Parrot, yeah, um, Birdman, uh, Josh Kadak, Josh Kadak, yeah. Um, write our names that were just like, oh, hey, maybe again, there's something at home, or they couldn't make it. All those kind of things. We don't know that. We didn't dig into it. But why, you know, why, hey, you know, maybe, why not Parker Eels? He well, does have a regular job, but maybe you might know about that. But anyway. Well, like, no, and, and, and these guys did reach out. Like, Parker reached out about it. He asked me about it. I'm like, dude, let's go. Uh, Corey Zettner's driving out. Throw your bike in the trailer. Let's go. But, yeah, I, again, he is working a full-time job, but. So am I at the same time, but he was in California doing Supercross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, a little bit of a sorry. Uh, Blake Davies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, I know five hundred isn't isn't great. I mean, it's money. I guess I guess the competition wasn't great, but the way the tracks were built, like everybody was competitive. So I don't care if Dylan Wright was on that track. Yeah, would Dylan Wright win? Is he going to win by twenty seconds? No because it's it's a tight hockey arena style track but um the the only fortunate thing guys like honestly the <clears throat> with it being new in that town of Rimby they didn't know any different like you could have had you could have had fucking Chase Sexton there and they wouldn't have known any <laughs> different between Chase yeah. Sexton and me like literally I'm not trying to fucking toot my own horn here but yeah. They just love the racing and love the close racing, and I had some good battles with some kids. I mean, Spencer Wilton, the off-road guy, showed up the first weekend, and me and him battled it out. He decided to go snowmobiling the second weekend, which seems dumb to me. I mean, he won 1000 bucks the first weekend <laughs> or whatever, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, where these guys were, I don't know. I mean, I wish – he would have came and and the thing was it's like it's building your brand like it's building your brand these guys i was freaking signing autographs at 39 years old man like i shouldn't be doing that (laughs) so this is the way that i was i was thinking about this today and because i knew we were going to talk about it and you know as a as a kid you know whether you're 15 to 20 years old living it you're living at home right now most likely with mom and dad because you don't have bills, you don't have credit cards and like that, and you have the opportunity to go make some money, and you're going to have it the opportunity to make some money doing what you like to do, riding a dirt bike, not you know going to Tim Hortons or McDonald's or you know making any making fifteen bucks an hour or whatever it is. Like the fact that you don't look at that situation as something that is attractive, and like you just said, Noof about. Um, you know, it, it's good for your brand. Like yeah. it's also good. It's also good for self fulfillment. Yeah. Like, no, it's good so for, good. okay. Yes. So let's, I'll use Blake Davies as a thing because obviously his dad would have to take him to the track. Yeah, of course. But he's it's good. Yeah. He's a minor. So, but it's good for self fulfillment. You just go and show up in the middle of nowhere 
Rimby, Alberta, and you have to perform. But here's you have right, okay, and you but, can carry that to yeah. the next event because you went to somewhere no, like mm-hmm. when you went to Germany, Noof. Yeah, like you have to learn how to show up and be the best you and perform. You don't get that fortunate avenue to walk down the street to your Tim Hortons where you're getting a collective. You don't have to perform. All you got to do yeah. is fill the cup, grab the donut. But when you have this gift that you can ride fast or be good and do something that you love and you have an opportunity to make a dollar doing it and you don't take advantage of it. Like it's it's like that, that fucking thing you miss, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You missed out. And like, here's another thing. Think about it from the promoter side, Goldie. Like think you're, you're less Nemeth and Todd McBride right now. Yes. And you're going, you're going, listen, we put up a $4,000 purse for the pros for two weekends is $4,000. If you had a, had a good with the success they had with the people in the stands and the amateur support and the sponsor su- support. And if you had a, had a good pro class turnout, what are you going to do with that $4,000 purse? You're going to double it or you're yeah. going to triple it because they can afford to do it. They're not going to do that though. No, next year going in, they're probably they're not going to want to put up any. Pro, they're not going to want to put up any pro purse, and I don't. In my them. opinion, you like the, you you be attractive to like the super mini or the sixty fives. Those classes that were bigger. That's hey, let's do do a whole shot challenge. Do a whole shot challenge, or yeah. find a way to do money in those things to keep that attractive for yeah. them. But you know what? And, and the funny thing about this podcast we're doing right now, yeah, Ken is a is a a, a, a veteran racer. But Ryan Lockhart and Ryan Gold have been doing this for 30 plus years. Yeah. So yeah. the voices and the opinions that I'm sharing is not coming from nowhere. Yeah. I'm yeah. educated. I'm not a yeah. fucking idiot right now saying this. The missed opportunities that some of you took on that is a piss off and silly in the way that yeah. you look at it. Yeah. Yep. Goldie, you should be a team manager. You have you have well, a way I, way I, of. I, Firing I, I, well, you fire I, me uh, up. But I have no skill, but if I did, I would. I'd be out there racing. I threw. Right I threw out a tweet this week, there, Ken. <laughs> I, I'm sure you read it there about an opportunity I might have next winter. So, okay, perfect. So there's been some talks. I like, you know, it's. I mean, both myself and Newfound kind of we're growing on that. You know, not totally old school. Walk up hills both ways. Blah blah blah. No, but no. in this fucking world right now, everything is nothing but difficult whether you want to get a job or you want to pay your fucking bills or you want to be a dad or you want to be a parent, it is hard as shit. It is not yeah. like my parents or news parents there. It wasn't easy for them, but there was easier ways to make things happen. Yeah. Well, nowadays it is claw and scrape mm-hmm. to make shit work. And if you want to be the better guy, you better step up and flex that muscle or find a way to be the dude that chase the dollar or whatever it is, or be the guy that people want to give the dollar to. And with opportunities like this, yes, $500, you might look at that like it's nothing. But if you walked away like Ryan Lockhart just did on fucking Saturday night, 39 years old with two yeah. kids and a wife at home and just won $1,000 for 45 minutes worth of work yeah. and you missed yeah. out on that opportunity, then you know what? It literally comes down to you're an idiot. There's you're nobody changing honestly. And I listen, and I agree 100%. And I, this is not... This is not something to fucking pat me on the back or pat you on the back or anything. There's nobody in this country right now chasing the dollar. 
Remember when you used to come out to do Abbotsford and fucking, you used to do Red Deer, like all these arena crops. I lived on a fucking couch. I lived in my van. Nobody's chasing the money anymore. And even if I wasn't 39 years old, let's say I was 22 years old and I'm, I'm racing. This is my gig. I'm going to the race, man. Like I'm going to the race. If I can make a thousand bucks, guess what? It might cost me a thousand bucks. But I'm breaking even, but I'm still racing, and I'm building that like Brand. resume. Yeah, like you're you're building it. Yeah, I, I, you know what we we could go on this forever, but uh, it's I a bit know. of a it's a bit of a shame. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna it call sucks, it. It sucks for the promoter. It sucks for Les, and it sucks for Todd because. But at the end of the day, like, because obviously you know they want the pros there and they want to do it, but. Like I said, literally at the end of the day, nobody in that grandstand, the people that showed up in the horse and buggy didn't know any different. So <laughs> yeah. um, it, it, it worked out. It worked out, and they loved it, and I got to do a fucking burnout, which was awesome, which Steve Mathis will love, and I got to fucking yeah. do one of those beer things into some guy's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fucking awesome. Was awesome, and you know what? People be like, oh, man, it was a fucking joke. There was no competition. Well, guess what? Win's a win. Yep. Here we are. Yep. Brand, building a brand is more important than almost winning races nowadays. And yeah. Uh, yeah. it's a shame that they miss it. And I, you know what? I'm going to, now we're, we're ranting a little bit. I'm calling it our Canadian champion in the 250 class right now. That kid does not even have a social post of him riding his new KTM bike. Yes. Yeah. On his fucking Instagram or his Facebook or a Twitter, whatever, or TikTok. Like, come on. I'm a fan. Kate I want to see you riding the goddamn bike. Yeah. At what point is that KTM's job, right? Like, well, no, I it's agree, not. Ken. I agree. Ken. Well, yes, I, I agree. Or yeah, just to make sure it's happening, push them, pressure them. Like, yeah. like I talked. It's to, not like a I real job. To, sometimes I talked to Derek Schuster today, and I said, I said, hey, we're going on a pod tonight. I said I need some info, even though I knew most of the stuff. I said I want some info, but I want to just make sure everything's all good. Uh, where the fuck are all the social posts? I mean, Piccolo's sharing more stuff from KTM last year than he was from GDR this year. Like, you know this what I mean? Year, yeah. He's resharing stuff. Um, Piccolo's never been great at social media. There's no question. And Derek agreed. He said, yeah, we need to work on that. Um, but Derek did share something. And Galdi, I'm, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's pretty strong chance of uh, futures at Arlington. Okay. So, oh, so you're awesome. gonna have to wrench for Meston and him? <laughs> uh, well, no, I'll be too busy clearly because if I didn't talk to you, I would have signed up for that because you know me, I like taking on too many jobs that I can't fucking do 100 percent of. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, sound sounding like good possibility of Piccolo at future. That's cool. Be really cool. Yeah. Uh, but everybody was kind of saying Daytona, Daytona for Supercross for Piccolo. That's not happening. So, well, you know, the, I like the futures part too because it's, uh, it's a full track. Like, it's a full. Yeah, yeah, no, it's super yeah, yeah. I, I think that's yeah. awesome. I think good for him. I think that, I hope that works out. I hope that and goes. I don't think I don't think anybody could, you know, that's listening to here could say, well, that's shitty that he's only going to do futures. Well, that's legit. I mean, look at Deegan. Two weeks ago yeah. was doing futures, three weeks ago doing futures, right? And, so, and did better as a pro. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a good stepping stone. I love the fact that. Uh, they're gonna. It sounds like it's happening. So the wheels are in motion for that. I hope it does. Um, he's been riding Supercross. Jake has, and he has posted some stuff. But Jake, if you're listening, or Dan, post some more shit on 
social media for us. I, just everybody. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the part of the business, guys. You're yes, a fucking man. job. Like, you're you're a product. You're like a Canon well, WD40 well, on the shelf, McNabb man. Promote yourself. Photo, he posted an Instagram story the other day of uh, GPF, the track. Yeah, looking at the track. Looking at the track. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, thanks for letting us see the facility here. Yeah. You're our Canadian <laughs> champion. Like, yeah. like, yeah, look, we, the, come on, you know, and, and when we, when we talk about this, we're all close to everybody yeah. in the industry. We like we, Brad McNabb and, and Ryder and Newf and Diggs and everybody like that. And we're all, yeah, we're you know, famous. we're going to say things maybe that step on toes, but that's what this is for. Yeah. You guys are a fucking product. Sell yourself, make yeah. yourselves look amazing. So people that see it and we share it and we talk about it that might not see it want to drink that Kool-Aid too. Like, come on. Like, it can't just be nothing and you just think the money should be there. You have to fucking work at it to get it. That That is an adage from time, yeah. okay? Like, they didn't, when they built the fucking wheel, they, it started as a square and then they figured it was roll, would roll as a circle. It, you have to fucking work at it. It can't just happen over nothing. You can't just take money because you can scrub a bike or take an Instagram picture that you don't actually post. You have to put some work into it. This, uh, was this Race Tech Grant? No. Well, yeah, it is actually. It, yeah, is. Race it Tech. should be. Yeah, it is a perfect. Race Tech Grant because Race Tech, Checkers and the boys and, and, and Charlie Johnson, they support us. And that's the fucking rant. If you're a goddamn kid and you're looking to get support, be, be active on your social media. It's easy, guys. It's easy. It doesn't even have to be great. If you ever look at my buddy Jason Thor's Instagram, it's the most scrubbed out photos I've ever seen. And he's selling metal militia product all the time. There you go. And he can't yeah. even see his photos. They're blurred out. It looks like he's taking out a fucking, <laughs> uh, like a, like a Kodak phone film <laughs> for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that was an awesome rant. That was a good race tech rant and that fits well with uh, our new sponsorship. So there we go. Um, so let's get to these questions real quick. Um, so, Galdi, uh, you had a pretty cool experience that you just elaborated on at KTM Juniors. Um, that just kind of had me thinking, and this question is to both of you. I guess maybe we'll start with Noof because Galdi just talked for the last 10 minutes. But um, <laughs> what's your best experience growing up as a motocross guy? I didn't have that experience growing up. My dad wasn't really into motocross. He was into dirt bikes. And uh, he had them when I was a really little kid. And then he kind of got to that stage in his life where he just decided... I'm the adult. I have to sell my dirt bikes and I'm going to buy my kids dirt bikes. And so I never really got a chance to ride with them until, uh, last year, actually, uh, well, no, two years ago, uh, me and him went up to the woods and we actually got to ride together for the first time. And then he actually passed away about four months after that. So I never really got to build that, uh, base of just right. experiencing dirt bikes with my dad. So I was kind of curious what you guys had, uh, growing up. What's your, what's your favorite, story about just anything dirt bike related with your dad starting with you new yeah i mean obviously my dad was a pro racer back in the day so i, oh, got I didn't brought know up in the yeah. i got brought up in the kind of the whole scene and, and whatever going to races all the time and i mean i always remember like being six years old and waiting for my dad to come home from work and and going to the track right like that was always what we did we we would do it three to four times a week we'd go to local 
local little shitty track and and go ride and and after dinner you know what i mean like when the Mm, yeah. <laughs> have dinner at home and, and drive 15 minutes out the road, unload the bikes and go ride. Supper. And, yeah, supper, actually. <laughs> dinner. Yeah, I know. I'm BC now. But yeah, that, that was always something that I always remember. Um, as I got older, obviously, <laughs> uh, things got a little bit more crazy with me and my dad. Like, there was some not great moments because I was a teenager and fucking thought I knew it all. But yeah. he was probably right at the end of the day. <laughs> But uh, in the in the early days, Ken, to answer your question, I mean, it was uh, it was literally waiting for him to get home from work. Let's go riding, yeah, and waiting for him to finish supper, and and we'd load up and go, and go, and we'd ride till it was dark and get home and unload and and do it again the next day. So, what about you, Goldie? Um, sort of similar uh, for me. My dad never raced or anything like that. It was actually my cousin uh, and my dad's brother, my uncle, that kind of got us into it. And, um, the amount of time that I mean, Newfa know this too, but the amount of time that the, my, my parents took out of their lives to get me to the track or get me to practice. It's, it's pretty crazy. Like I'm in the crazy. moment now, um, uh, doing it and, and kind of, I guess maybe I'm lucky enough. My kid hates to practice and so do I, <laughs> so it's not, it's not really a, a, a super priority, but like, to get yourself to like that next level, like, you know, like if you want your kid to, to, to breach yeah. the, the gap of becoming great or just good, it's, it's quite a, a commitment. And, and I mean, not even shitting you, like for me and, and Newf knows this, but my parents still support me. They, like, they come to my races with ammo and, and, um, I'm an only child. So I've been spoiled. My mom would come still do my laundry if I would allow her. And, um, <laughs> you know I mean? Like she would still fill food, put food in my fridge probably, but, yeah, that it's just there's nothing quite like that that uh, relationship between father son mom son for being racing and I, I had the typical one you know I I started getting good and they made sacrifices they would leave from work or talk to their boss and things like that and um, for most that if people know me close enough there I had about a six year gap where my dad wasn't around because he was clinging a coffee mug off of a jail cell so. Um, <laughs> It's a, quite the story. We can get into that another time, but and then he came back and he was a big part of it again. You know, it never went away, and my mom, my mom filled that void uh, for things. So it's uh, there's really nothing, and it's it. I'm Newf does this too, but like with ammo, I truly sell the sport. Like, yeah, your your kid could be good, and he could become yeah. Dylan Wright and make really good money. But Probably to be not. honest with you, the the best part about it is the memories and the relationship that you have with your father or mother or brother or sister, because your family gets so tight knitted at the track. It's, it's truly a bond. I don't think that's, that's gets created anywhere else. Like you can't get it in snowboarding or skateboarding, which is uh, another end of life. Yeah. I support yeah, or in point. the hockey world because you know, you're, you're like a group of people and things like that, where you don't really get to spend time alone. Mm-hmm. We're at the track, right? You're, you're lit, like back in my days and new days, we were in vans or trailers. And nowadays, you know, it's fifth wheels and, and big trucks or whatever it is, but the relationship hasn't changed. And and I think that's, that's super attractive. If you can really, you know, promote it and talk about it the right way. And man, I'm, I'm still as much as I could drive my parents drive me crazy. Cause they're fucking nuts. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't think my life, my life wouldn't carry on without them. And, and it's racing that has brought us that way. It's yeah. kept us together. 
Yeah, my another... favorite. My sorry, Ken. No, real quick, ahead. I'll tell you my favorite story. So, 2003 Deschamps National, my only ever pro national moto win. Me and my dad get into the biggest fucking fight that you can imagine in the morning, right before practice, just like <laughs> screaming at one another. Who knows why? He probably was like, you didn't do enough, whatever, because he was always, he was hard on me. And he was rightfully so, like, hard on me because I was never the big trainer. I was never the guy, like, doing that. He's like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And so I literally thought he left. I won the second moto, and I look out into the crowd, and sure as shit, he's in the background. <laughs> can just see him in a silhouette. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget that moment. Like, oh, he awesome. said, I'm leaving. I'm done. You're over. It's over. But I won, and he was there, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Well, and Galdi, going back to what you said about, like, how it's a little different than hockey and, and team sports like that. Like, and I'm even a, actually a, hockey, a coach for one of my kids' uh, hockey teams, and your kids' team's probably not very good, eh? No, they're not very good at all. Yeah. <laughs> I think they won two games all year. But uh, there's nothing like any, and my kids are the same way. They love riding dirt bikes, and we don't, I live out in the boonies. There's nothing really going on here. It's about an hour to the closest motocross track, but we go up to the woods and ride around, and they just love it because it's just one-on-one time. It's just you and your, your two kids or your three kids or whatever you got out there having fun whereas like hockey and stuff like that it's you kind of just send them out in the group and and off they go that's kind of what i love about sports i mean the the biggest negative about our sport is the initial hit the buying the bike the buying the gear all that stuff it it sucks right it's expensive it's it's a it's a a a tall toll to take on for any family no matter if you're very well off or you're poor but if you can find your way to get into it there is nothing like the bond that gets created at yeah. the motocross track between mom and yeah. mom and father and son or daughter, no matter if you're a girl racer, boy racer, whatever. And it's, it's, it's pretty un, um, unsellable. Like you, you can't like when that, when I, when you go, like it's, you it's funny. It. My kids yeah. race, like you, you, you tell them to go to school and other parents, they don't even have a clue what you're talking about. Almost. Yeah. I still have parents nowadays, like my beer league buddies, like, what do you do? What is this? What's that? I'm like, are you fucking out to lunch? Like, you don't know what a dirt bike is? Like, it, like you know what I mean? Like, it's, and yeah, they it, they don't uh, see it. And and I honestly think it's, it's, there's a better education. And I'll argue this. If you put me in front of a a, a room of teachers and, and, and uh, principals and board of education type folks, I will argue to the death that there's an education you can learn by doing this sport compared to, you know, and I'm not knocking school. You got to finish school, but what they teach nowadays and what you're learning, I just, there's nothing about yeah. it, man. There's, there's, it's, it's an unbelievable bond and and um, attraction and and life fulfilling moments that you can learn that you can take from whether your son or daughter is good at it, mm-hmm. they'll take it into their job environment down the yeah. road because of the confidence they will build by being by themselves yeah. out in the middle of gopher dunes at 40 fucking degrees with seven foot high deep sand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like there's the, you, you can't, you can't sell it. It's, it's unbelievable. And obviously we're biased. Um, but uh, yeah. it, it is something that I could package up, man. And I, you could put me in a room with any government official and I'll sell that. And at the end of it, I'll have yeah. mothers and daughters and fathers 
crying and asking where to buy a dirt bike, I can put yeah. money on that. Yeah, and it's all stuff you can't teach too. Like it just 100%. you go out there and you can do it or you can't. And if you can't, you'll figure it out if you want to keep doing it. So. And on that note, buy a KTM Gas Gas Husky. Yep. Get it sooner with Race Tech suspension. And if you're buying a van, Bristol Coachworks is the place to get it done. And if you don't do that, then fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a couple, couple, couple other things, though. <laughs> I did do a little more digging. Uh, sounds like Jeremy Mackay, 450, right? Yeah. yeah. Jeremy Mackay. On on just a no-name brand, or he's just... No, no, Cowie. Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't say that news. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Well, you've done some sounds digging. Like, well, I is, mean, I'm assuming. I haven't is, seen the official press release yet, but he's riding Cowie at MTF right now. Is okay. there anything I, official when you're riding a Cowie in Canada right now? Not yeah, right at this moment. Okay. Nor am I. Nor am I official from what brand. Oh, I mean, oh in high demand. The resume's <laughs> out there right now. High demand after uh, the performance. They will need a tire sponsor, big tire sponsor for well, that we're, team. We're pretty into, we're big into burnouts around here. So, <laughs> uh, Jeremy McKay though to four fifty. Uh, Cowie, it sounds like. Oh, good. Uh, Tanner Ward, uh, rehabbing Dylan Wright, back on the bike at the end of the month. Nice. Heading down, uh, training with at the Lawrence place there, Compound eighty three, I believe it's called. So, uh, so I think Piccolo will join them too. Piccolo will leave club and go join Dylan, which will be a wake up call. <laughs> Do you think for... that at some point the Lawrence brothers can grab a little bit of popcorn and a Red Bull and sit by the side of the track and be like, "Look at these fucking guys ride." <laughs> Holy shit, legs off, over Loose. jumping, blowing worms, Loose, yeah. just Loose. on the gas. This guy just won every moto last year in Canada. Yeah. I, I'm gonna fucking tune into that. Yeah. Well you couldn't pick you couldn't pick a looser uh teammates than Dylan Wright and uh Jake Piccolo. They're both that, loose. Hey, yeah. that can be something that we do at the races this year, boys. Uh every do a shot every time a, a leg comes off the peg or yeah. uh you get a bit loose in the shot. Especially Dylan. now that Dylan's knees are good, they're gonna be even off more, right? Yeah. So, oh it'll be look like he's doing the twist dance on the bike when he's <laughs> But, yeah, good to see Dylan. I mean, that was a quick recovery from double ACL surgery, October. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're game on. I, I'm happy. I didn't think – honestly, back when Dylan got his knee surgery, I didn't think you would see him on the bike until probably April, but that's a month a month, a month or so ahead of time. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's hope the same for Tanner, right? The same looks for Tanner Ward. Sort of Tanner thing. sounds like I talked to him a couple weeks ago and he said everything's going good. It's healing up. It's healing up. And uh, he's hoping to be on the bike in middle of April, right? So, um, yeah. Okay. Middle of April. Okay. Wait, yeah. sorry. One last thing I caught up with. Um, I, I They asked me not to say everything because I did some <laughs> digging and I wanted to make sure we get some of those, but. We may see another racer be quitting this year. Um, I, I don't want to like a big name, name like that. A, a decent name, yeah, a decent mm. name. They literally got a contract offered. They signed it, and then called back the next day saying that they did not want. They're done. They're out. They don't want to race. And that team has has now signed a, another 450 rider who is a Canadian, 
Um, if we do the math on this, you guys might be able to put it together, but I won't, I won't rat it out until it comes out. But yeah, we might, it looks like with Marco Canella saying that he's quitting racing, we might have another racer that is pretty legitimate going to call the quits, which brought me to this thing. I know we're coming to the end now and hopefully we don't drag it on, but is our series not paving enough? Like, I, yes, I know the series and the paying the bills and all that good shit and everything like that, but like, are we not offering enough of an avenue outside of a regular job or maybe a six-month job cutting grass or whatever it is for someone to go out and race their dirt bike because they love it so much they want to do it? Um, is it that bad where they would just rather quit? Like, am I – is it, it – does that – that fucking stings when I say that. Yeah. Well, I mean – yeah, I get what you're saying. It, it it sucks, but I think that it's how much you want to do it. I mean, this is for a lot of these guys, maybe not so much the top five guys, you know, the Dylan Wrights and the T Dags and 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 whatnot. But yeah, I mean, it's it, how much Noose, you like, I mean, do I, it? Okay, Noose, like neither one of us won a title. We chased money. We made some decent well, living. I, 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 I did actually. Sorry, I did win a title this weekend. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. I oh, yeah. Jesus, I already <laughs> forgot about it. That's yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the title. Iron yeah. Horse Arena Cross. Yeah. So like, but like, I mean, why, why just up and quit? Like, is like why? Like, don't you want to? Like, I love riding at twenty five <laughs> years old. Why up and quit? Like, I, I, and you're the same as me, Goldie. I don't. Like, I, we're still I, fucking riding dirt bikes. These guys, some of these guys, the Canellas, and I. I hate to fucking name names, like. These guys, they don't love it. They don't have the passion. You can still have passion and not make money in this sport. You can yeah. still have the passion and want to do it and want to feel that feeling. These guys you, don't have that. They don't. You have can that still anymore. have passion and just ride for fun. Like our buddy Kiefer, be yeah. a soul rider. Like Never we stops, were just yeah. talking, right, Ken. Uh, I don't know if, if your kid is in the riding. I don't know if we talked about that before. Your kid yeah. likes to ride it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bo- so, I have two boys. They both love it. That, that's all. Yeah. They ever so, like, do. those moments. So, for like Marco Canella, again, again, we don't like to, but we're using him because apparently right now he's quitting. This yeah. other racer is as well, who's along the same sort of lines. Like, down the road, would you not want to have your son or daughter on a dirt bike and just go out in the pit? No. Yes. And I think like I've worked in the trades my entire life and I started before I was out of high school doing shitty jobs. I think probably some of the problem is that a lot of these guys get supported by their parents all the way through up until a certain point. And then when it comes time to like, you got to do it yourself a little bit or go find it. They don't right. want to, uh, they don't, it's not that they don't want to put the work in, but they just don't know how how to do it, and they they expect yeah. the the free ride just to keep chugging along there. And it, when it doesn't, well, I, and this particular do. racer has a, a contract getting paid to race this year. So if they're quitting, it's maybe you know a mental thing. But just to just just yeah. to shut the door, I just I just I'm just I'm fucking yeah. blown away that you can just like shut the door at that. Like I like I don't know. Like I still love playing beer league hockey. Yes, like me too, you know yeah. what I mean, and like. And I'll, I'll poke a little fun on a buddy tonight. Buddy falls into the boards, blows his shoulder tonight, and and he has to call the ambulance on himself <laughs> to get carried out of the rink. But like he he brought his son there too. You know, his son came to watch him 
poor kid got to see his dad float into the board. It's like, hey, drink a fucking cup of milk, bro. Like, <laughs> you're, you blew your shoulder out. I think you'll be fine. But, like, I just, like, you, we, st- I still enjoy yeah. doing it because I just like it. And my kids will come and watch me. And yeah. that just makes me feel better, too. Like, yeah. I just, like, I, they don't have kids, this professional race that we're talking, <laughs> that not talking about, talking about, don't have kids. But, like, I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. I, I, I like just shut the door. Just say, yeah, fuck yeah. it, cold turkey. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I just, I, I, I can't fathom yeah. it. I just can't fathom it. I guess no, what, I, what I would say about myself is I was always kind of the guy who had too much will and not enough skill. And it, it kind of burns my ass when I see all these guys with skill and talent and stuff and they just decide I don't want to do it anymore. Well, let's not yeah. talk about that, Ken, because I was one of those guys, but uh, <laughs> I, it wasn't quitting. I just, I like the, I like the women in the booze. Well, and you, and you did well enough. You did, you did plenty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, short, let's move past that. Short little uh, talk to Courtney Lloyd today. Short little nice. Canada update. Yep. Yeah, I was going to get to uh, that. Shit's yeah. moving forward there. So obviously Courtney's going to be team manager. Uh, she's back for it and uh, need to raise some money. Um, for the whole program. And, um, yeah, sounds like she's got a pretty good plan in place. I know, Galdi, you've been talking to her a lot, too. And, um, yeah, that's supposed to go live tomorrow. Um, live are tomorrow. we are, are we in a cash position yet where we can sponsor? What's that? Sorry, Galdi. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, are, we, are we in a cash position oh, yeah. yet where we can yeah. sponsor um, a so-called program? Not yet. No, no, not yet. We're <laughs> I've already donated. I've donated my services for uh, schools. You'll see that all online. Oh, my God. There, for fuck's sake. No. no. Schools. I was hoping that Team Canada would sponsor us. Yeah. Actually. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> to pump it up. But, yeah, we're not quite there yet. We're not quite there yet. We're getting close. Sounds like we have to have a business meeting on this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Seriously, is your kid just like running loose out there, Noof? Like, do you it's have a any fucking control? loose program around here right now? I'm yeah. sorry. I apologize. Um, there's kids running. He's probably uh, running around with a cash gun. He's shooting. This cash. was the worst, uh, worst possible timing to do a podcast tonight. But hey, <laughs> that's what, what we do thing. here. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last thing I want to say is um, check out our Pulpamex Fantasy League. Um, oh fuck. Don't do that. People, well, no. Well, don't don't look at how our scores are, but it's still open, so people can still join. Your score transfers over. You can join, but I'm locking it after this week, so this is going to be the last week that you can get in there. I just don't want somebody to like somebody to look at two two rounds left and just go, oh, I have more points than all those guys. I'll just hop in there because we do have a plan to get some <laughs> some prizes and stuff. So after this week, I'm going to lock it. Um, as far as the well, let's call them expert picks. You. Uh, yeah. You two guys and, and myself. Uh, I think <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Well, there's 85 guys. I think I'm in like 55th. Galdi, you're in like 75th, and Noof is in like 44th. So uh, let's not call those expert picks. I guess at the end of the day, but oh, uh, that's a, it's, it's been... a, Galdi, did Bannon say the winner of the of our league gets a free upgrade on a sprinter? Is that what the deal was? Uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Bristol yeah. Coachworks is throwing out a forty five thousand dollar upgrade <laughs> yeah. for the winner. <laughs> yeah. Bannon's gonna shit his pants when he hears it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, oh god, that'd be wouldn't that be yeah. awesome? Terms and conditions what apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be from Rimby, 
and uh, over yeah. the age of uh, 26. And you can't have electricity in your home. Yeah. 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 Okay, boys. Well, I I don't know if these late night ones are a good thing or not. We went a little longer than, than was planned, but I had a good time. So Fuck uh, yeah, let's get together in a couple of weeks and we'll talk about what else is going on and uh, keep everybody informed. So we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks here. Yeah, one more time, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas Canada, Race Tech, Inc., uh, Charlie Johnson out of Alberta, and a big shout-out to Bristol Coachworks for jumping on board. Appreciate you guys, and uh, as always, fellas, a great chat. Um, a lot more coming. We got bike shows. We got more KTM Juniors. Yeah. We got Ken is loose on the whiskey. Um, <laughs> we're we're going to get some talk with him and his wife. Uh, doing some fun it's stuff. Coming. It's coming. We'll get yeah. Kiefer gonna, After Dark going here. Yeah. No, I'll, well, I think we can Ken After Dark. Ken After Dark, is that what it is? Yeah. That's going to be way more loose. Good yeah. times, boys. As always, great chat with you. I got to get rid of the piss jugs. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Matrix Concepts Canada. Matrix Concepts Canada also. And, uh, yeah, this was fun. We'll hey, they going. didn't pay enough for two reads, man. Oh. Well, okay. I'm in there. Yeah. I'm in the point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the point. All good. Yeah. All good. Okay, Cheers, boys. boys. Talk to you later. Cheers, Cheers boys. Bye. See ya.